few tough things today, Father, people are challenged with, but uh, I hope to do it in love and by your grace and just ask that you would speak now. Father, transform us from the inside out. Father, we want to line up with your word. We're not going to manipulate your word to line up with us. So let your word transform us. Let us think right, behave right, to be more like you, Jesus. It's our goal. Our vision is to become more like you in Jesus' name. And everyone said, I'm going to have you stand up one more time. We're going to read Psalms 1 together. We're starting a new series today called Hearts, and it's a series on Psalms. And uh, someone says, are you going to go through all the Psalms? No, I'm not going to go through all the Psalms. That'd take a long time. I mean, I could be in Psalm 119 for months. But no, I'm just going to uh, just kind of bounce around the Psalms as the lead. I've got a, a somewhat of a little plan, but I do want to start with Psalms 1. Psalms 1 happens to be my favorite Psalms and my favorite chapter in the entire Bible. So would you read it with me today, starting on the count of three? It goes like this, one, two, three. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, or seated in the seat of the scorn. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He will be like a tree planted by rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in season, whose leaf also shall not wither. Whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Before you sit down, how many of you would like to have a blessed life? I love it when people don't respond to that. It just, I don't really love it. I go, you don't want to have a blessed life? I'm like, wow, I want to have a blessed life. Uh, not high five your neighbor as you go down and tell your neighbor, be blessed. That word blessed, the very first word in that Psalms is blessed. It means Esther in the Hebrew. Believe me, this is what it means. It means happiness. How many of you can stand to have a little happiness in your life? J.O., you mean to tell me we can be believers and follow Jesus and be happy doesn't that sound a little surface I want to let you know God wants you to be happy God wants you to be blessed there are ways for you to be happy there are ways for you to be sad there are ways for you to be blessed there are ways for you to be cursed the psalmist talks about oh what a happy man that's what Jim Durkin used to talk about with that word blessed oh what a hand I don't know about you but I want to be blessed Jacob went to Lent in order to be blessed. He tried to grab his brother by the heel coming out of the womb in order to be blessed. He manipulated his, his dad to be blessed. Come on. He manipulated his brother all because he wanted to be blessed. He wanted to be the firstborn. It's a good thing to be blessed. The Bible says, blessed is the man who walks not. First of all, we talk about three things that you must avoid if you want to be blessed, if you want to be blessed and you want to be happy, listen, there's three things that you must avoid. The first one is this, who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Counsel means this, where are you getting your advice? Where are you getting the plans 
for your life? Where are you getting counsel for your marriage? Where are you getting counsel for your children? Where are you getting advice for your life? If it's ungodly advice, I want to let you know there's a great chance that you will not be blessed. If you get godly advice, you can have a blessed life. I want to let you know today who's giving you advice. Businessmen, who's giving you advice in your businesses? The Bible be unequally yoked. Come on, you don't want to be unequally yoked in any form or fashion. That's just not in marriage. Across the line, in everything that you do, you want to get integrous advice for business. You want to get godly decision-making with business. You want to have upright and whole decision-making with business. You don't want someone to come to you and say, well, you know, you can get away with this, and I'm sure they won't find out about that. And if you want to be unblessed, listen to ungodly counsel. Young people, for a moment, all of a sudden, a young person, they have a strange emotion when they're young, and all of a sudden, they have a thought about the same sex or what have you, and someone walks up to you, and they give you wrong advice. They say, well, you must be an homosexual. I want to let you know that that absolutely is not true. Now, people, as soon as I say something like that, so many people go, well, that's hate. That's hate language. That is not hate language. That is absolutely love. Why? Because let me tell you, I went through a lot of emotions. A lot of young people go through a lot of emotions. Now, listen to me. Emotions can be very strong. Emotions can be very, very clear. But emotions can be very, very, very wrong. And you need to hear me today. We line ourselves up with the very word of God if you want to be blessed. Everyone say blessed. If you want to be blessed. It's not hate. It's absolutely love. I remember December the 7th, 1986, whenever I was born again. I got saved in Dunbar, West Virginia. And and I was sitting there and um, I was weeping and crying because the Holy Spirit touched my life. And a woman walks all the way around the sanctuary and she walks up to me and she says, Would you like to give your life to Jesus? Because I was wasn't moving. I mean, I had the death grip on the pew. You know what I'm saying? And she said, would you like to give your life to Jesus? And I said, oh, I I just think I'm depressed. What if she had gave me some counsel right then? Well, I think that you're depressed here. You can have some of my Prozac. No, she says, you're not depressed. She gave me godly counsel. She said, that is the Holy Spirit. You are convicted by the Holy Spirit. You know what I did with that advice? This is what can change your life is getting godly counsel. I'm not beating up on anyone. That's not my heart. But young people, you need to get godly counsel. Business people, you need to get godly counsel. You need to get godly counsel in your marriage. All of a sudden, you're going through a rough patch in your marriage, and you go, and you go to someone who just went through a divorce, and you go, ah, I'm going through a rough patch, and can I get advice from you? They don't know Jesus, and they went through a divorce, and they go, well, you know, I just love my new single life. Come on, somebody. How many know that if you are married, you go through rough patches? Listen to me. Listen to me. You get married, you're going to go through rough patches because you grow through those times. You learn how to forgive through those times. You, you, you learn what buttons not to push. Tell us, Pastor. Come on. You learn, hey, I ain't, I ain't fighting that battle today. 
You learn a lot in marriage. It's a wonderful thing. It's so sacred. These things that I speak of is so sacred that Jesus calls his church the bride. Come on, it's a sacred thing. Listen, where are you getting your counsel from? Where are you getting your advice from? You know, the Bible says truth is what sets us free. And so sometimes truth can sound harsh. I, I try to share it in such a way that it's not harsh, but I have to share why. Because that's what's going to set people free. The Bible says speak the truth in love. Amen? We don't want a worldly, humanistic view. What does that mean? Well, sin is okay. Adultery is okay. All of a sudden, you know, you get advice. You, you're, you're, you're pregnant. Someone says, well, just go get an abortion. And then you know where I go to? I go to the Bible. You know what Jeremiah says in 1.5? He says, he knew you before. Before. We say that with me, Before. He knows you before you were in your mother's womb. So these are beautiful ways of living a blessed life. How many of you still want to be blessed? Okay, some of you don't. That's fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to be blessed. We live according to the truth, God's word. Come on. Sometimes I want um, medical advice. I talk to Dr. Michael and uh, Dr. Ryan, and I, you know, I'm going through this. Going to, I get good advice. What you do and how you act and how you behave and what you believe has a lot to do with the advice that you get day in and day out. Where you will be in one year, 10 years, and at the end of your life has a lot to do with where you get your counsel from. Amen? Amen. Who's your advisors? Who's your counselors? Who's your planners? Proverbs 13, 20 says, He who walks with the wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. I want to walk with wise guys. Not wise guys, but wise guys. <laughs> Wise men and women, not wise guys. You know what I'm saying? You feel me on that? All J.O., everyone's doing it. I'm sure it's okay. That's very dangerous. It feels good. I think I'll do it. Don't allow your soul and your emotions. Make sure that the word of God backs up the decisions that you make. Young people, your friends are your future. Middle-aged folk, your friends are your future. I'm over 50 now. If you're over 50, your friends are your future. Will you say that with me? My friends are my future. Amen. Two. Nor stands in the path of sinners. What path are you on right now? What path? I believe that path talks about the, the road of life or the road of death. It's the course of life. It's the way of life. The Bible speaks of a narrow path that leads to what? No, 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 no. A narrow path that leads to what? Life. Come on, church. Read your Bible. Everyone say life. That's the path I want to be on. And then there's a, a broad road and a broad gate that leads to where? Destruction. 
Come on, I want to be on the path of life, a path, a road. Uh, 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 the Proverbs 14, 12 says, sometimes you can be on a path, and at that point in your life, everyone's on that path, and that path looks cool because everyone's on that path, but that path ends up in death. It can, you, how many of you know that's true? The Bible says there is a way that seems right to man. Think about that. It seems this is right. But listen, but the end is the way of death. Proverbs 4.26, ponder the path of your feet. Everyone say ponder. ponder. Young people, ponder, don't wander. Ponder, don't even wander. Ponder the, where? Is your faith going? Where is your path leading? Where is your marriage going? Where are your kids going? Ponder your path. Ponder, ponder, ponder. Say that with me, ponder. Think about what, you know, not just for today, but in one year, five years, 10 years, 20 years. We're like a flower that's just going to be blown away one day. Come on, where's your path leading you? Ponder your path. Ponder your path. Young people, your friends are your future. JL, you just said that. I know. It's so good, I'm going to say it again. Middle-aged people, your friends are your future. Who are you hanging out? The Proverbs is like, hey, hey, who are you hanging out with? Who are you, who are you getting your, your advice from? You in high school? I think I'm going to get my advice from a 10th grader. Come on. Number three, nor sets in the seat of the scornful. Set means to dwell. Who are you dwelling with? Who are you, do who are you dwelling with? An Listen to the attitude of a scoffer. Proverbs 9, 8. Do not correct a scoffer, lest he hate you. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. A scoffer is a mocker. I'm not going to hang out with mockers. I'm not going to hang out with scoffers. I want to see them saved. I want to reach them. I want to love on them. But I'm not going to dwell with them. Who are you dwelling with? What is a mocker? They mock my God. <laughs> it's on like Donkey Kong. We ain't dwelling, bro. You mocking my church? Not dwelling. You're knocking the word and what the word of God says. We're not dwelling. You mock the Holy Ghost. We are not dwelling. I'll pray for you. Preach the gospel to you. Want to see you come to know Jesus Christ. But we ain't dwelling. We are not dwelling. Why? Because I want to live a blessed life. I'm not going to sit down and dwell with people who are mockers of the truth and mockers of those. Come on, young people. Can I tell you something, young people? Your friends are your future. Listen, I used to hang out with the ungodly. I used to hang out with scoffers and mockers. And I used to hang out with the sinners. Guess what? I became an ungodly, scoffing, evil sinner. Was not blessed. But can I tell you something? I am blessed now. I am blessed now. Why am I blessed now? Well, let's go on. The psalmist says, this is how you'll be blessed. But his delight is 
all the Lord. His del- your desire is for God's word. Your, 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 your delight is in God's word. Come on, your pleasure is in God's word. If you don't have a delight and a pleasure in God's word, I pray the Holy Spirit would birth a beautiful love relationship between you and God's word. Don't look at it as just history. That is a living word sharper than any two-edged sword. Come on. It's able to penetrate the heart of a person. Are you in love with God's word? Now, I know it speaks of the law, which is the Torah. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. But I want to let you know I believe it stands for the entire word of God. Like my son prayed this morning in pre-service prayer, that we could see Psalms 1 and the Psalms through the light of the cross. That, I'm, that I'm, I delight in God's word. And then it goes on to say, here's another beautiful principle. And in his law, he meditates day and night. That's not a weird meditation. Uh, it's not that at all. It's not emptying your mind. It's filling your mind. It's filling your heart. It's filling your mind with the truth. It's filling your mind with the words of God. It's like Jim Durkin used to said, like a, a, a cow goes in the morning and eats its the grass just eats the grass up and then he goes beds down throughout the day and he starts chewing on its cud ah first stomach (laughs) chewing the word of God digesting it regurgitating the word of God come on what are you thinking on church what are you thinking on day in and day out are you thinking on the truth of God's word Joshua 1 8 says the book of the law shall not depart from your mouth shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to that all is written in it for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Last weekend, I was uh, preaching at a men's retreat. Um, the church was called Common Grounds Biker Church. And the men met us up in, uh, I went to Nampa, Idaho, spent a night there. And then we went out to this place called Near Banks, Idaho. The place is hot, very, very, very hot down south. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Boise, Treasure Valley is very, very, very hot. My, I felt like my arms were baking with just literally baking, ba- ba- bacon, like Pig bacon, you know what I'm saying? Bacon, bacon, and a hot, hot dryer blowing on them, and that's wow, it was hot. And then we go up to the men's retreat, but it's Sunday. It was uh, a wonderful time. Uh, they meet at this hardcore bar, real bar. No one under 21 can go to this church. That's pretty unique, huh? Where's the children's ministry? Ah. <laughs> it is. And then. And then uh, on Sunday, it's called Common Grounds Biker Church. They clean the bar, and it offsets their rent. And then they give a lot to missions and what have you because they don't have any really rent. And then all of a sudden, this bar is packed out with people, man. And I got to preach and preach the gospel. I met corn cob. (laughs) I met sticks. I met stitch. 
I met some amazing people that love Jesus that come from really hardcore areas. But on the way home, you know, I just was talking to myself about the word of God, just kind of riding my heart. just like, oh, greater is he that is in me. Come on, greater is he. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Hey, bro, come up here. Come here real quick. Come here. Marcos, Marcos Jr., come here, come here. Come here, come here, come here. Give me that mic. Give me that mic. Give me that mic right there. Is this mic on? If it ain't, turn it on. I want you to tell the church, he just randomly told me last night, what were you thinking about week at, at, uh, at youth camp? So all week at youth camp, I kept um, repeating the verse, um, we're trees planted by streams of water over and over and over again. And then I came to church um, last night. This is it was, uh, what he was preaching on. Ha. That's, come on. Come on. Somebody say meditate. Thank you. Meditate. We don't do that good in America. We know how to worry. How many ever worried before? Don't lie. Well, then you know how to meditate. Seriously, you know how to meditate. Oh, I got to pay that bill. I don't know. I'm going to pay the bill. I got got this going. I got to get this going. Great meditators. Oh, I got the got the doctor's appointment, and I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the test. What is the test gonna? We gotta wait for the blood test. Know how to know how to meditate. But are you meditating on what God wants you to meditate on? Some words for meditation is I like this one: mutter. We need to be the church of mutters, just muttering the word of God. Oh, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I can do all things through Christ who strength. He made me the head and not the tail. Come on, he loves me. He'll never leave me. I'm a mutter. I'm a mutter. I'm a mutter. I'm a mutter. I'm a just muttering the word of God. This is what I mean. Muttering, declaring, and meditate, and uttering. I'm a mutter. I'm going to utter. I'm going to get the word of God in my heart and in my mind. Think of everything that you think about throughout the week. How much of it is the word of God? What if we could really just do, you know, the kingdom of God is upside down. What if we could just upside and really begin to think about the word of God? The Bible says, for to be carnal minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Man, I want to be spirit filled. I want to be spirit minded. I want to be life minded. I want to be heavenly minded. Come on. I used to be trapped in anxiety and panic attacks and and depression and I came to know Jesus Christ and then all of a sudden you know a lot of things got healed but a lot of things I had to my mind had to be renewed according to the word of God just renewing my mind with the truth of God's love for me and who he was and his grace and and I uh, listen to the scripture uh, Psalms 19:14 let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight O Lord my strength and my redeemer See meditation you don't meditate to meditate you meditate to activate you do. It's not, meditation is not what's going to bless you. What blesses you is you meditate on the word of God. It gets in your heart and it gets in your mind. And then guess what? You're going to make wise decisions. You're like, ah, my wife is acting crazy today. I, man, I think I'm just going to go get those papers. And then all of a sudden you're meditating on the word of God. And it just smacks you upside your head like, what are, you, what are you thinking about right now? 
You made a covenant before God with her. You're to lay your life down for, you need to honor and serve your wife today. Come on. Are you feeling me? See, my, my mind goes through the files of the Bible that's in my heart and in my mind. All of a sudden you get some crazy thought. Well, you know, my employee's not going to see if this is missing. And then all of a sudden the Holy Spirit just breathes upon you the word that you've been meditating on. And you're like, whoo, can't touch that. Can't touch that. Oh, I could, you know what? If I tell this little lie right here, no one's ever going to know. Wait a minute. Oh, it's just a little white lie. What's a white lie? A white lie is a lie. Is a lie is a lie. How many lies you got to tell for you a liar? You hear, you hear me? But then all of a sudden, you know, the, the word of God just rises up inside. Why? Because you've been meditating on the word of God. It's inside of you. That living word is inside of you. How many of you want to still be blessed? How many of you want to be cursed? Come on, we want to be blessed. Amen. It activates, meditate in it day and night that you, listen to the activation, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. Wrong thinking will lead you to wrong living. Listen just to one law that you can meditate on. Because you're like, the law, J.L., we're not, you know, Jesus filled a little absolutely. But he also gave us two kind of major laws to live by. But I'm going to pull one out of Deuteronomy. What if, we, what if we all lived according to this law and meditated on this law? You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength that one law would change our entire world wouldn't have to never worry about terrorism wouldn't have to lock your doors one law meditate on the word day and night then he says this psalms 1 3 you shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water would you just put your branches out for a moment just go ahead act like you're a tree just for a moment yes be like a tree planted by rivers in the wind. Tree. Health, I'm a healthy tree. I'm not a, I'm not a nutty tree. Not a nutty tree. I'm a fruitful tree. Come on. Tree. Listen. A tree, I don't know a lot about wa- uh, trees, but I do know trees need lots of water. The Bible compares you to a tree. You need lots of water. Water. What do you mean water? The Bible calls the word of God water. That he may wash her with the water of the world. You need your roots going down in the water of the word planted by rivers of water. A tree goes through hundreds of, it just absorbs the water. And then guess what? It comes out through the leaves into the atmosphere. Come on. It comes, the word of God comes through you. You observe, absorb it and all of a sudden you're just healthy. And then it's just coming out of you wherever you are. You can be green and all of a sudden talking to someone. And the word of God's coming out of you. You're changing the atmosphere and the hemisphere. Because we're not talking about just some sociology word or some science word or humanistic. We're talking about the living word of God just coming out of you. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth, it just comes out of you. Why? Because your roots are planted by rivers of water. You're just absorbing the word of God. You need to be the word. And then it says, brings fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, 
and whatever he does shall prosper. What is fruit? Fruit, how about a life filled with life? That's good fruit. How about great kids, healthy kids, God-fearing kids? Come on, that's good fruit. How about a godly marriage? Come on, that's some good fruit. How about winning the loss and seeing people's life change and winning people? Come on, that's fruit. You know, Jesus wants you to be fruitful. There's not a person in this room right now that God doesn't call you to be fruitful. I'm not talking about being all fruit cakes and just what I mean by that is just flaky Christians and weird Christians. No, he wants you to be fruitful. Come on. He wants you to be fruitful. Your roots are down in the waters of God. Listen to this. Matthew 7, 18 through 20. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruit, you will know them. You'll be known by your fruit. What's your fruit out there? What's your fruit? Let me tell you what you can't do. You can't fake fruit. You can fake it maybe for two hours on Sunday morning. But I'm talking about real fruitfulness. You can't fake it. whose leaf also shall not wither. What's coming out of those leaves? The word of God. You've been observing, just absorbing the water of the word. To me, whose leaf also shall not wither. You are just going to be full of God, full of life, full of his living word, full of his spirit. Look at this one right here. Almost done. I love this one. You ready for this? And whatever he does, shall prosper. I say, oh, you, you, you preach a prosperity gospel there at that church. <laughs> I don't care what you call it. I preach the word of God. <laughs> Whatever you do shall prosper. Your marriage shall prosper. Your children shall prosper hell shall prosper come on whatever your business shall prosper why your tree for the water bringing forth fruit in season whatever you do shall prosper all of a sudden you're in your marriage and you go through a storm but you're not moved by that storm why because you're rooted when you go through a storm and you come out the other side, I want to let you know that's a marriage that is prospering. Are you with me today? I hope you get turned on to the word of God. This is not a myth that I speak of. This is not a fairy tale. It's not a fantasy. You know why? Because I'm a blessed man. I'm a blessed man. I got a wonderful wife, wonderful children. The way he wears a shirt that says porn. <laughs> I own the same shirt. Porn kills love. Pastor, I'm just absolutely blessed. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed when I go. I'm blessed when I go. Do you have challenges? Oh, yeah. Let me, let me be real. My faith doesn't somehow go under problems or around problems or over problems but you know what God's with me to get me through problems 
But even in the midst, I'm blessed. And I promise you I'm blessed because I live according to these words. The ungodly are not so, but are like which the wind drives away. Chaff, I roast coffee, just a little roaster in my garage, roast from all over the world. I don't care what coffee it is. It can be Ethiopian, which is very, very good. Honduran, got that. But I want to let you know, when I open up that roaster, it's usually full of chaff. I'm telling you, the chaff just blows everywhere. I got a little vacuum cleaner I just use for sucking up chaff. I can tell you one thing that chaff is good for. Chaff is good for nothing. Just blows it. I could have brought a bag of chaff in here for my vacuum cleaner. Coffee seeds, beans. It probably just blowed everywhere. But I want to tell you about the ungodly because I was one of them. God wants to save them. He wants to give you great purpose. He wants to save your life. Come on. The ungodlier shall not stand in judgment, I believe, because the ungodly are already judged, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Look at this one, closing. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Will you stand to your feet this morning? How many still want to be blessed? How many, can I... Can I share a truth to our church and you not turn off the volume? Just like, I'm not going to listen to him today because he shared a little truth. Don't do that. Don't do that. Our our will get jacked up if you don't go by, not J-O, not J-O, but the truth of God's word. That is a pure north compass. And it will lead you into a great and successful life. And let's go into this. Let's, let's just worship for a minute. like to pray for those today these folks up here would love to pray for you and this is how I'd like to pray you're here this morning and you've been getting ungodly counsel it's impacting your life maybe you're here this morning and you're seated with scornfuls or standing in the way of sinners been hanging out with the wrong people even even loving Christian people in business or in university or what have you but you are not being directed correctly We'd love to pray for you today. If you'll just step out, ease out, come up to one of these. Maybe today, J.O., I am not blessed. I feel cursed. Maybe it's some of the decisions that you make. These folks can pray over you. You can pray yourself, but there's something about coming in agreement, getting prayer. 
asking God to break off your life and that you be blessed today. Maybe you have some wrong desires. Maybe you have some emotions leading you the wrong way. Don't allow your emotions to lead you. Humanistic thinking, worldly views, allow the Word of God to lead you so that you can be blessed. As we go back into this song, if you need prayer, would love, 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 just slip out. If you're the first time visitor, we want to pray for you. Come on, the altars was packed last night. Would you come up and get prayer today? Let's worship Seth. close with this we sing a song it says dad talked about the father hearing you and you hearing the father I want to talk to you about having a relationship with Jesus every every service we have guests here they come for many different reasons maybe they're looking for a church maybe maybe they just come to see what church is all about but this I know last night listen to this we had a dad did you get born again in here we had a dad that got born again in here and the daughter got born again in the children's ministry and check this out now both of them are getting water baptized this morning maybe you don't know Christ today now that's the first place to be blessed that's the very first place to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, to believe in your heart, confess Him, to surrender your life. It's like this, I'm going to give you the reins, God. I've tried to drive this horse, and I've not done a great job. Just giving Him the reins this morning. I surrender all to you, God. That decision, that advice there can save your life, save your marriage, and also give you, listen, eternal life in heaven. Now that's some good advice. Why do I know it's good advice? Because it's not mine, it's Bible. There's not one word of the Bible that's flawed, it's flawless, it's perfect in all of its ways. And if you're here today and you don't know Christ, let's begin it. Would you just bow your head? If you want to maybe come back to Jesus, maybe you knew him when you were young, you need to come back to him, or maybe you're going to begin a relationship with him today. I think it can begin with this simple prayer. Say this with me. Say it out of your mouth. Just say, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart today. I ask that you would forgive me of my sins and offending you. Today, Jesus, I surrender all to you. I ask you, Jesus, to be my Lord.
my God and my Savior. Now thank you, Jesus, for saving me, for receiving me, and accepting me. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. If you said that prayer, I'm going to ask you to do something very, very exciting. We have a Bible we want to give you. We have some advice we would like to give you. And maybe even today, if you're willing, you could get water baptized at 1.30. If you're here and you said that prayer, either coming back to know Christ or for the first time, would you just raise your hand and say, that was me, J.O.? Just put your, just wave at me. If you see somebody, make sure you point them out because it's hard for me to see right now. Oh, God bless you, ma'am. Anyone else? Anyone else? You're going to meet Connor right over there, wherever Connor, there he is, right in front of me, so close to me. You're going to meet Connor right over there, ma'am, and anyone else that prayer. We want to talk with you. We want to pray for you. We want to do what we can do to help you be a blessed Christian believer. Amen? Father, thank you for a wonderful day. Thank you that you're saving, that you're healing. Thank you that you want your church to be blessed. I ask that you would do a great work in all of our lives. Thank you for the young people, that their lives were transformed. We pray for the water baptism today, that you would bury people, but they would come up. Resurrection life, in Jesus' name, bless this couple that's about to be married. And everyone said, amen. God bless you. God, hope to see you. Hope to see you at 1.30 at the water baptism. We'll have a good time.